following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the Huge Show across Michigan. And this Saturday, it's UFC 292. Sterling and O'Malley will have a huge bantamweight battle. And it's time to get your bets in on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, the official sports betting partner of UFC. New customers can bet just $5 to get $150 in bonus bets instantly. Just use code HUGE when you sign up on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. is a Moneyline Monday, presented by DraftKings on the Huge Show across Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin our number three on a Moneyline Monday. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, back from his West Coast vacation. A lot of conversation this afternoon about what happened over the weekend with Harbaugh. No suspension for this fall. It's been pushed into 2024. The infractions committee didn't want to rule on it because allegedly they're deal broke down which is strange because the NCAA if you have all the smoking guns all the cheese bugger receipts in Michigan then why not drop the hammer and let Harbaugh try to appeal it was a witch hunt it still is a witch hunt the enforcement czar for the NCAA has State of Alabama, SEC roots. It's crazy, man, with the millions being paid to players. NIL wasn't paid to play. It was the O'Bannon Brothers lawsuit that went to the Supreme Court about name, image, and likeness. How many commercials? You see a few with the college, current college guys. But name, image, and likeness is supposed to be that. Pay to play. And the NCAA in the Dan Wetzel Yahoo.com story I read commented on the case, but Michigan and Harbaugh can't comment. Welcome to the National Communist Athletic Association. I mean, what next? They're going to tell you what you can say on Facebook and Twitter? We also threw out our Budweiser Folds of Honor limited edition cans. Huge question of the day. Good and bad you took from the Lions preseason opener this past Friday night against the Giants. I'll hear your huge opinions at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. They're a Michigan-based bank. So if you bank with Mercantile, your money stays right here in Michigan. Can I get an amen from the congregation? 
AP Top 25 poll, the first one of the year, came out. Georgia, like the coaches poll at number one. Michigan edges Ohio State for number two. What's up with all these teams that lost quarterbacks in the Ohio State love affair? Oh, they edged them. Michigan had two first-place votes. Ohio State won. The game's going to be in Ann Arbor. Michigan has a cupcake schedule to start the season. I, the Ohio State love fest bothers me. And like I said, it, it's the top four we watched in the coaches poll last week. Georgia won 60 per, or first place votes. Michigan at number two in the AP college football preseason top 25 with two first place votes. Ohio State three with one first place vote. Alabama, LSU, USC, Penn State, Florida State, Clemson, and Washington. Watch out for Washington. And number 10, Texas, Tennessee, Notre Dame, Utah, Oregon, K-State, TCU, Oregon State, Wisconsin, Oklahoma, North Carolina, Ole Miss, Texas A&M, Tulane, and Iowa. Round out your top 25. Michigan State did not get a vote. Other Big Ten teams to receive votes would be Minnesota with six. Toledo, by the way, got four votes for the top 25. Michigan State did not get a vote. Illinois got three. I've given a vote of confidence to the Lions and what they're doing, man, because they're putting together depth, athletes. You watch Branch, that guy. I haven't seen a Lions D-back come up and hit people like that. I mean, he's a borderline linebacker, uh, you know, since what, Blades? Uh, just everything. Uh, you know, getting Teddy Bridgewater, uh, depth now at quarterback, kicking game I think will be okay. Offensive line depth might be the biggest question mark outside of who's going to start a linebacker. Tim Twentyman, DetroitLions.com, columnist, insider. When it comes to the Lions and the NFL, he's standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. How you doing, my man? Good, huge. How are you? Good. You know, uh, I know we check in every couple of months. Um, since that win over Green Bay on Sunday Night Football in America to cap off the 8-2 and two finish, even with missing the playoffs, when I look at free agency, when I look at the draft, when I look at pickups like Teddy Bridgewater, this team keeps hitting the right buttons. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you just look at where this roster is. You just when I look at the, the totality of this roster, I just don't see a lot of holes. You know, and I don't think you can say that about a Detroit Lions team in in, in the past. Um, you know, there's always been maybe one or two areas, but I mean, you can maybe look at you know depth at a couple spots. You know, you don't want an injury to a receiver while Jameson Williams is on suspension. You know, you can't have an injury maybe in the interior of that that defensive line. You know, but man, I, I just there's I just look at every position group, and I'm like. It's, there's really not a weakness to this roster. And so, look, knock on wood, they stay healthy and, and they, you know, have all their parts going into a, a crucial beginning of the season. But this is probably the most optimistic I've been in 15 years covering the team. This is, this is to me, the best roster they've had in all the time I've been covering. So, you know, that's, that's certainly a, a good thing going into the, in, into the second preseason game and, and in a couple of weeks of regular season. Tim Twentyman, DetroitLions.com insider, joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. 
What's at the top of that list that gives you the most optimism you've seen with the Lions? Yeah, to me, it's the defense huge. I think I can count on one hand last year. Um, you know, maybe the times I left a practice where I was like, wow, you know, I thought the defense it was right there with the offense or, or won that practice. Um, it was few and far between last year. But I think through 14 practices in training camp, I, there's been maybe 50-50 in terms of me thinking, wow, defense really played well this practice. I thought defense won that period. I thought the defense was better today. And you look at last year, I mean, if this defense is just markedly better, you know, if they just rank in the teens defensively with how good this offense is and expected to potentially be even better than they were a year ago, boy, this team is going to be really hard um, to beat. And so to me, the optimism, at least for me, comes with, with you know, C.J. Gardner-Johnson and Cam Sutton and, you know, Aiden Hutchinson getting offseason um, to just work on his body. To Aleem McNeil losing 22 pounds but no strength and being real quick in the middle and, and how much Derek Barnes and, and those guys have taken a step forward. It's just defensively, I think they're so much better than where they were a year ago, and that's got to be the exciting thing because we know the offense is going to be really good. Yeah, we'll see. Can't wait for Thursday night, September 7th. The next two preseason games really just uh, battles for roster spots and maybe uh, that uh, starting linebacker group. Tim Twentyman, DetroitLions.com. You can follow everything Lions there 24-7. Tim, I know you're busy today. Appreciate the time. Hey, no problem. Good time. All right, Tim Twentyman checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. A craft coffee, which is... Roaster right here in Grand Rapids. The Nitro Cold Brew is canned in GR, an amazing energy drink with no sugar or additives. Available online for your home or business at RoastUmber.com or look for RoastUmber in your local stores. I mentioned our Budweiser Folds of Honor. Limited edition cans, huge question of the day. What's the good and bad you took from the Lions? Preseason opener, you can join us at 1-866-838-4843. That's one eight six six eight three eight huge. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Clayton Safey is standing by from the Wolverine.com. I want to get his thoughts on the NCAA. Clayton can comment that this case is more than a cheeseburger, but Michigan and Harbaugh can't comment. I think it basically sums up this witch hunt on Harbaugh. Yeah, it kind of does. And what you're referring to is Derek Crawford, uh, who's part of the NCAA, part of this investigation, trying to come to a negotiated resolution with Michigan and Jim Harbaugh. Uh, maybe he went rogue last night or was it uh, or a couple nights ago, or was it, you know, something coordinated by the, the NCAA, but they come out and say, this isn't about a cheeseburger. This is about infractions on Michigan. He didn't even say alleged infraction and Michigan hasn't even received an official notice of allegations yet. So these are absolutely alleged. Right. Um, so, you know, he went, seems like he went rogue to me, an Alabama graduate, Derek mm-hmm. Crawford. So, there you go. Um, pr- pretty incredible. And it's Tom Mars, Jim Harbaugh's attorney, who people who follow, uh, follow college sports closely know that name because he's been involved in so many high profile cases involving student athletes. Um, you know, is basically, he can't, he hasn't been commenting on it, but he's been sharing uh, the bylaws of the NCAA that say they can't comment on this stuff. And another point, too is the Committee on Infractions, which will be running the hearing now that the negotiated resolution has fallen through, they technically were not supposed to hear about details of this case or read about them until the hearing. 
So now they have via this statement, which was completely one-sided. And as you said, Michigan can't respond. My first thought when I read that story from Dan Wetzel, college columnist, insider, yahoo.com, the minute I read the quotes from the NCAA enforcement czar, I said the Michigan lawyers and Ward Manuel's picking up the phone, they're calling the NCAA, and you guys just killed this entire case. On your end, uh, we're not showing up for anything you didn't follow the rules. This is like a court case. And again, the Crawford guy would be like yeah. a prosecutor. And he used to work in a, you know, assistant attorney general in Alabama. He has all the SEC roots. Hey, you worried about uh, Tennessee, maybe NIL money uh, in the SEC? No. This, when I went and did the due diligence on the backside of this, you can just smell how dirty it was. And what they said is I think they knew. This isn't another opinion of mine after I read that story over the weekend. They know this will never appear in front of the infractions committee, and the guy didn't care, and he ended the case by talking about it. He did. He ended it. Yeah. Well, he um, pretty much served a gift to Michigan and Jim yes. Harbaugh, I would think, because, yes. you know, who knows, if, like you said, if it goes to a hearing, even if it does, you know that Tom Mars, who, again, is one of the best in the business, especially when it comes to the NCAA, and they don't like him very much because of how much winning he's done in cases like these and, and others. Shea Patterson, he got him eligible for 2018 for Michigan, you know, transferring from Ole Miss. Um, you know, they, they served him some red meat that right there because you know Tom Mars is going to hammer this over and over and over, and he already kind of is indirectly on Twitter. Um, you know, and, and Michigan obviously can't comment yet, and it's smart of them to, to not anymore, you know, so that the NCAA is the only one that has gone out and, and done that. So I think they served him some red meat. Served him up a big double cheeseburger. That's where I'm getting at. You're getting at it, Clayton. You're getting good now, Clayton. You used to be nervous, and you were really young when you started on this show, and now you were, like, sweaty, and you'd have that, you know, that kind of, like, Lucas Glover sweat yesterday at the FedEx Championships all the way down his back and his butt, and I'm thinking, man, (laughs) oh, God, that was – you don't wear – brutal. Oh, it was brutal. Someone had to tell him to go change his pants. Yeah, that was a catastrophe. It was. That, that guy sweats like he doesn't need a pool. I mean, that was bad. But and the good thing about Harbaugh in Michigan, back to that story, is that yeah. with that stud lawyer, with a, a huge university, that I believe the NCAA enforcement czar knew what he was doing by commenting on it. They're just trying it. It's typical BS politics in this country that we see a lot, and it's over. Uh, there's no way you can do that. If, if you're supposed to be the unbiased enforcement director and his comments, I'm like, it's over. It's done. And then and then you get people saying, well, you know, then Harbaugh will serve the full year next year. I, I, I put out an immediate huge opinion, at huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook, where I said, if the NCAA had undeniable facts, corroborated evidence, they they would have dropped the hammer. They they won't try and cut a deal or push it. You know, why didn't the infractions committee want to hear it? Why was it pushed? It was pushed because there's nothing there. And they wanted Harbaugh to agree to a, a game or two. And, and the NCAA looks tough. And Harbaugh, the attorneys, and the University of Michigan told him to stick it. And that attorney probably, you know, told the NCAA attorneys. If you try and uh, drag this out or you try and keep it going, we're going to sue you. 
Harbaugh, Harbaugh will make a lot more money off of suing the NCAA than he has coaching at the D1 level. Right, especially if they don't give him a raise, but I think he... <laughs> uh, but what about this, though, saying that, okay, the first thought when it came out that they pushed it when you saw it, you know, Friday, Saturday, whenever it was, that they yeah. but they pushed it in the 2024, people are like, oh, wait a minute, you know, because it's Twitter. Uh, oh, that, that means Harbaugh's done. This is his final year. He's going to go back to the NFL. He pushed it to get away from it, and then he's going to go back to the NFL. You buy that? No, I, I don't buy that that's, that's the reason. There's really nothing to suggest that that is the reason. Now, I mean, let's say somehow they have the hearing and he's suspended for the first six games or something. I mean, I think that would play into maybe a conversation you would have if you're making a decision on your future. But uh, I don't think it's anything calculated. Uh, in fact, I'd be very, very surprised if it was. So, no, this fell through because uh, they couldn't come to this. You know, they actually submitted – what was a proposed negotiated resolution that was denied by the NCAA. And I wish I had the full details on what the resolution was or proposed resolution was, but um, the, you know, the committee on infractions denied it. So that's, you know, that's where it's at. It's not because of, of anything else, but I do think this is big for Michigan this year. I mean, that would have been a distraction. I know he could have coached during practice, even if he was suspended during the games, but this really helps this team. It keeps it together early on in the season where you don't have that speed bump. And they can focus on, you know, the really big goals they, they want to achieve. And Michigan, by the way, number two in the AP preseason uh, top 25 release today. Georgia won just like the coaches poll. And I think I saw something on the University of Michigan football Facebook page. Uh, the highest preseason ranking since 1991 for Michigan football. Yeah, that's right. Um, and the only time they were higher uh, previously or the most recent time was, I believe, 1989 when they were coming in number one. So, yeah, this is uh, expectations as high as, as they've been. This is only the fourth time under Jim Harbaugh, four out of nine years that they're top ten, first time in the top five coming into a season. So I know everyone, you know, a few years ago and, and everything else loved, loved to joke about, you know, they're always ranked so high and then they flop. I mean, they haven't actually been ranked this high. So this was uh, this is kind of unprecedented under Jim Harbaugh. And it kind of speaks to just – what they've done over the last couple of years and how they've kind of kept things intact, I think, you know, you have very little question marks going into the season. And, you know, I feel like you go into this year and it may not turn out the way they want it to, you know, um, when you have such high expectations, there's room for underachieving, but it's going to come down to maybe just not win in one game or, or a game here, game there, as opposed to, you know, not having the team to do it. I think you absolutely have the team to do it. Now they just have to go out and win the game. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com, one of our Michigan insiders joining us on the Roast Umber guest line. What's the intel? Uh, the team at the Wolverine.com is hearing early from fall camp with Harbaugh and the Wolverines. Yeah, they had their first scrimmage on Saturday. So pads in the big house. Um, and, you know, so that's exciting. Wish we were able to uh, have some access, but they're completely locked down the, the submarine, you know, as some people call it. But, um, we do have some good intel up over at the Wolverine.com, but it sounds like the O-line and D-line really getting after it, as you would expect. Uh, this is a really deep offensive line and a really talented offensive line that's expected to compete for the Joe Moore Award again for the nation's top O-line. And it sounds like the D-line got the better of them on Saturday, which the defensive line found one of those question marks a little bit, you know, losing a couple guys up front coming into this season. And to perform like that, I think, is, is really, really good. Um, so yeah, 
we, we heard last week from a bunch of the guys that they came out throwing a lot more in uh, early on in some of those first several practices, and they want to work on the pass rush on the defensive side, pass protection and pass game on offense, and it sounds like that's clicking and they're way ahead of schedule from where they were a year ago at this time, which I think is really good news if you want to have a little bit more balance and a little bit more of a dynamic offense. His name is Clayton Safey. Pride and joy of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Mama Safey listening on our flagship station, uh, 96-1. The game I, I like here, and they're going to throw it around. I I know they got the cupcake schedule uh, in September, but, man, uh, this is a team set up to win the national championship. And like I looked in the coaches' poll last week, and I'm looking right now at the top four in the 2023 AP preseason top 25, in that big boy top four, the only team amongst Georgia, Alabama, and Ohio State with a quarterback returning is Michigan with JJ. Mm-hmm. That's huge. It's huge. I mean, Georgia, I think, probably deserves to be number one. You know, I mean, and, and Stetson Bennett did a great job there, but I think they have enough talent around him to – you know, believe that they're going to make another run at it. Plus, their schedule is just so easy. I don't know how these guys vote, you know, what their criteria is. It probably differs per guy, but uh, the schedule and knowing that they're probably going to be number one when the regular season ends certainly plays a factor. But you're right. I mean, when it's splitting hairs between Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama, and LSU, it seems like, you know, two through five, everybody, both the coaches and the AP voters, picked Michigan. And, you know, that that's a nice spot to be in, I think. When you look at question marks going into the year, you can check the box that, yeah, we got our quarterback back. We got our Heisman contending running back back. We got a lot of depth and and talent on the offensive line, a lot on defense returning. So, you know, I think people feel more comfortable with Michigan at this point. And like we said earlier, I mean, the expectations and, you know, this preseason ranking reflecting that are as high as really they can get in, in a place like this. Uh, Juwan Howard of Michigan basketball, do they have enough to field a team? Five guys yet. Uh, ready to go. They do. They, they have do. 11 guys wow. on scholarship. That's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're they're up at 11, and, you know, that's kind of been the question, right? We've been asking the same thing because they do have those two scholarship spots open. But it seems like, at least for now, this is going to be the roster. There are going to be guys that pop up in the transfer portal, even throughout August, graduate guys who can – who can enter the portal at this point. So I think they're going to monitor that. I mean, they even brought a Juco in for a visit a couple weeks ago. So it's showing you just how vast they're, they're kind of searching here. They didn't offer him a scholarship from what we heard, but they're looking. Uh, so he's trying to fill out that roster. And I do think they're, you know, guard depth is really the biggest concern at this point, especially because Jalen Llewellyn, who's coming off an ACL injury, may not be healthy to start the year. So that's a concern, I think. But they do have enough to fill the roster – uh, how good they are, especially with Llewellyn Hurt maybe potentially out in the beginning of the year is is another story. But, um, you know, I, I do think that they, they got some veterans on this team, which could help as well, and the chemistry seems to be improved from what we've heard. Clayton Safey, one of the great insiders. I'm just mesmerized when he's talking football, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee uh, guest line. I did see the Iowa story over the weekend that Cade McNamara, a non-contact injury, uh, Kirk Ferentz, Iowa coach, not alarmed. Uh, McNamara was seen, uh, no crutches, uh, everything. So they're saying, and again, as much as 
you know, college programs say it doesn't look like a serious uh, knee injury. Yeah, I saw that too. I was a little worried there for a second until it seems like uh, I saw a report that it's just a muscle thing, quote unquote, right? For Kate, so so that's that's good news. And as you and I have talked, uh, I mean, we're both excited to watch Iowa this year, right? I mean, I just want yeah. to see what they are. I'm more more curious than maybe excited to watch that offense, but I am I'm very curious to see what Iowa is. They got a good D coming back. They got Cade McNamara, Eric All adding to that offense. So if they could be serviceable on offense, I wouldn't be shocked to see them in you know winning the Big Ten West again like they did a couple of years ago. Well, like we said in studio, Clayton and Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com, we want Cade versus JJ yeah. in the Big Ten championship game. Let's be honest. I I I really don't give a rat's behind about Iowa football. But I want Cade McNamara versus J.J. McCarthy in the Big Ten title game. So you, you would get the end with Ohio State at the big house. Then the ideal scenario from our perspective would be Iowa-Michigan in the Big Ten championship game. And then Michigan is off as a number one seed undefeated to the college football playoff in search of a national championship. That would be all right with me. That would be just all right, really. Yeah, I'd be. Uh, no, it'd be it'd be absolutely fun. I, I think that you know when you look at, you know, I could see from a fan's perspective where it's like there's some downside there if you lost to Kate McNamara in the Big Ten championship. But I think if anyone heard that Michigan was going to be in the Big Ten championship, they would take it. So I don't think anyone would complain about that from a Michigan fan standpoint. From a media standpoint, we'd have plenty to talk about and plenty to write about. I could already picture us. Talking, uh, you know, that first week of December, you know, on the show. Is the Safey family in Grand Rapids that listen every day? They get together and they listen on 96.1, our flagship station. Are they all Wolverine fans in the Safey family? Uh, yes, especially my my immediate family. Yes. There, there's no Michigan State lone wolves? There's, there's a couple extended in the extended family. Now you're talking like they're bad family members because they root for Michigan State. No, they're fine. They're okay, fine. I just want to make sure you're kind of like, yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple over there. It's my uncle. My Uncle Charlie Safey from Saranac. Is Uncle right. Charlie Is Uncle Charlie a Michigan State fan? Cousin Charlie is. Cousin Charlie. Charlie. I, well, I, I don't got time to go through the Safey family tree. The show ends in about 30 minutes. Out. You got a good family, though. Your mom's a great lady and uh, your entire family, everybody. Okay. I appreciate it. All right, yeah. Clayton. Appreciate the update. I, I love seeing college football polls, the NCAA commenting on Harbaugh, but Harbaugh and Michigan can. It's just crazy. But Harbaugh, you know, love him or hate him, uh, he's a headline maker. He really is. And the Wolverines, highest ranking in the AP preseason top 25 since 1991. And number two today behind number one, Georgia and Brian Kelly. And LSU, the sweet tea. I'm at number five. It's going to be a good, that's a good looking like top 10. It really is. And look at the impact of the Big Ten and also the new look Big Ten a year from now. I mean, you want to talk about a powerhouse conference. So we have Michigan at two, Ohio State at three, USC's at six, Penn State at seven. So just to stop for a moment and think about that, four of those seven are in the Big Ten next year. Then you roll in Washington at 10, who they just added. So that's uh, half of the top 10 is in the Big Ten 
uh, next year. Wisconsin or Oregon is 15. Then Wisconsin is 19. And Iowa's 25. There you go. Can't wait. Uh, I think it's going to be Stanford and Cal. Unless Notre Dame comes, it will be Notre Dame-Stanford. If not, it's going to be Stanford-Cal. If the ACC doesn't move fast to grab them, and I think the Big Ten is waiting them out for them to take lesser money. That's my that's my call on this right now. I could see that for sure, and I'd be I'd be fine with that. I guess if they have to add a couple teams. Yep. Well, you could see Stanford Cal take no money for a couple years, or a really minimal money, uh, just to get in because where where are they going? Mountain West. If the ACC doesn't. Take them, and this could be the play that the Big Ten is waiting for, and, and why Stanford has been out there in this conference purgatory. That if the ACC doesn't take them, they have no choice but to join and merge with the Pac-12 does with the Mountain West or Stanford and another team join the Big Ten. There you go. Yeah. We love you, Clayton. I know, man. I'm all over it today. It's really a good show. One of the best I've ever done. Thanks for your commentary. People can read Clayton Safey, S-A-Y-F-I-E, uh, on yep. Twitter, thewolverine.com. He's, he's really growing into a legend. He's, he's about, you know, kind of like Bon Jovi. He's not living on a prayer. He's halfway there to get into ballast category. You're doing good, kid. Okay. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll right. take it. Thanks so much for having me. I'm going to go have a cheeseburger. Go do that. Have a cheeseburger. Now he's getting funny, too. He is. It's like when Seinfeld started. It is with safety. You want to join in on the Mercantile Bank listener line? Good and bad from the Lions preseason game this past Friday. I'm looking at the poll, too. I'm really trying to multitask today, and it's raining, and I really want to just take a nap. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and opted on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Speaking of text, if you're 21 and up, text GOLF to 21000, and you'll go into the drawing for the final two Labatt Blue Light Golf Getaways that were given away here before the end of the summer. Two-night stay, 36 holes of golf to the Agamemnon Golf Resort between Elk Rapids and Charlevoix in northern Michigan. Or you could win two-night stay and 36 holes of golf for you and three guests at the Dumaglass Golf destination between Boyne City and Charlevoix. If you're 21 and up, text GOLF to 21000. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. In the Den with Dan Dickerson. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The Tigers' new top 30 prospect list is out from MLB Pipeline, and there are seven new players in the top 30. Max Clark, this year's first pick, immediately jumps to the top spot, followed by Colt Keith. A healthy Jackson Job is back. He ranks third. Last year's first-round pick, Jay Shung, is fourth. And this year's second pick, Kevin McConaughey, 
Central ranks fifth. Rounding out the top ten, pitcher Ty Madden is in at sixth. He's coming on strong after a slow start. Wilmer Flores seventh. Hayu Lee picked up in the trade for Lorenzen ranks eighth. And then rounding out the new top ten, two guys who should make it to the major leagues this year, outfielder Parker Meadows, third baseman outfielder Justin Henry Malloy. Huge here for Matt Golden and his team at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. They just got exciting news. Tullymore once again has been ranked as one of America's top 100 greatest public golf courses by Golf Digest. Number 73 in America. And you can experience Tullymore if you've never played before. You need to get up there. There's a Tullymore golf course, St. Ives, 36 holes, great stay and play accommodations. Or if you just want to book a tee time, Tullymore is less than an hour north of GR. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That is TullymoreGolf.com. You can book a tee time for this summer, stay and play package throughout the end of the year, or even look ahead to 2024. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com. And congrats to everybody at Tullymore for being named one of America's top 100 greatest public golf courses by Golf Digest. Elevate your night out at the legendary Roots Chris Steakhouse. Now open at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Start with the finest cuts of USDA prime beef. Pair that with handcrafted cocktails, signature sides, and Roots legendary hospitality, and you've got yourself one incredible night. Roots Chris Steakhouse has arrived. Make a reservation at rootschris.com for your incredible night at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan Monday broadcast presented in part from our friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, UFC 292 Saturday night. If you're a new customer, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE when you sign up. Bet five bucks on anything connected to the fight, and you'll get $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Let's go spend a few minutes with Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com. Get his thoughts on Mel Tucker and Michigan State football and their fall camp and how things are progressing. How you doing, Comp? Hey, Bill, great to be with you. Thank you. All right, what are you hearing, uh, your intel from Spartan Stadium and MSU football on this fall camp? I'm hearing the quarterback competition has really tightened up. You know, Noah Kim was, um, you know, the number, uh, the guy that was putting the most pressure on Peyton Thorne in the spring. Then Peyton Thorne, of course, transferred out. Caden Hauser was, you know, last year was his freshman year, a true freshman. He was coming along nicely, but not quite as refined. Noah Kim was the guy that... Um, 
I don't know if I'd say clear number one, but he was number one. It didn't guarantee he'd be starting, but he was going into the summer number one. Caden Hauser's had a really good summer by all indications. The first two weeks of August camp has really tightened the gap. It's nothing that Noah Kim has done wrong. Noah Kim is doing well. It's just that Noah, that Caden Hauser, a former four-star recruit out of California, um, going into his redshirt freshman year, is just progressing and becoming more and more poised and capable and i'm hearing that that is a legit competition right now which is what mel tucker always said it would be but i'm hearing now it in fact is pretty tight so who will emerge as the playmakers regardless if it's hauser or kim at quarterback for michigan state spartan playmakers they desperately need on offense this year who are top three in terms of names that could emerge no, you're exactly right. You know, they, they don't return a lot in terms of receivers. Now, Jalen Berger returns as their leading rusher over 600 yards last year. He was okay. He was better as the season went along. You know, he's a guy that really didn't have a lot of game experience previously at Wisconsin, played during the COVID year, played three year, three games the year after that. And then last year was his first full season. He was okay. Went out of Michigan State, went out of the portal, brought in two running backs, Nathan Carter out of UConn. And Jaron Mangum out of South Florida. Jaron Mangum, originally from Detroit, went to Colorado, then South Florida, graduated, came to Michigan State as a grad transfer. All right, Nathan Carter, the kid from UConn, last year averaged over six yards a carry, injured his shoulder in game number four at Michigan, by the way. And Carter has really impressed people through the spring, through the summer, Weight, training, conditioning, all those things have been explosive. And the scrimmage on Saturday had a, broke a couple of long runs. And today, Mel Tucker said that he broke another long run. So Nathan Carter, the transfer running back from UConn, I think he's going to start ahead of Jalen Berger. Um, if he doesn't start, I think eventually if he stays healthy, he will have more carries. Darren Mangum is a big back, 235, short yardage type of guy who could become a feature back. But that's a guy that had 15 touchdowns two years ago at South Florida. Those are the running backs. You know, wide receiver, Trey Mosley's been a possession receiver, 30-plus catches last year in the slot. I think they'll move him around a little bit more to the outside. Montori Foster is a guy from Cleveland, played as a true freshman, been slowed by injuries the last two years. Now he moves into the starting lineup. He had a touchdown on Saturday, catch radius very high, former Excellent basketball player. Went well above 10 feet to snag one in the end zone jump ball situation. So the receivers, Trey Mosley, Montori Foster, and three or four other candidates who are unproven, but there's some talent there. But you'd rather have proven players in this sport. Michigan State's going to find some. Jim Cabroni, SpartanMag.com, the MSU insider, joining us on the Roast Humber Coffee guest line. You can follow everything Michigan State football fall camp and all season long at SpartanMag.com. Appreciate the quick update, Comp. We'll talk later. Thanks a lot, Bill. Check us out, SpartanMag.com. Appreciate it. All right, Jim Comperoni, checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. You can order up Roast Umber Coffee for your home or business or look for it in your local stores. We do have one final segment straight ahead. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. It's time to go inside the leadership locker room once again. Greg Harris joins us uh, in studio and a lot of analogies out there and sage advice in his book. You can find wherever you download or buy books. Uh, but, Greg, there's a great analogy you have when it comes to the legendary baseball movie Bad News Bears 
and business today. Mm-hmm. Great to be on your show, Bill. So Bad News Bears was a really fun movie, but the team was made up of hodgepodge people. In succession, M&A work, when you're selling your business, you want your team to be all-stars. You don't want Bad News Bears. And I think the Bad News Bears is somewhat humorous. I, I enjoyed that show, but that's not how you want to sell your business. Call Maximize Leadership. Call me. Check with me. We'll help walk your f- company through that process of should I sell, how should I sell, when do I sell, and that is a really important journey. So get a great team of succession planners. And don't be the bad news bearers of business. You'd like to be like maybe the Yankees. The Yankees. The Dodgers. You want to be a world champion. If you have a succession plan, uh, maybe you're set to sell your business. Find out more at MaximizeLeadership.com. Greg Harris and his team can help you. Go to MaximizeLeadership.com. Fuel up for less with M-Perks. Earn points on your purchases when you shop at Meyer in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save at the pump. Your dollar goes further at the pump with M-Perks. Plus, earn points for all qualifying purchases in the Meyer Express station. And keep a lookout for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Enter your M-Perks ID at checkout to earn. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. Join the Purple Community and Van Andel Institute for the Pure Bar on the Blue Bridge experience on Wednesday night, September 6th at 7 p.m. All proceeds will benefit Van Andel Institute's biomedical research and education activities. Get more info at VAI.org. Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back live across Michigan. Looks like rain is almost covering the entire state or will be here in the next couple of hours. Be safe wherever you're traveling across Michigan. Looks like the UP uh, will stay dry. I do have a message from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, the official sports betting partner of UFC, and UFC 292 is happening Saturday. Sterling and O'Malley, the Bantamweight battle, headlines at event. You can get your bets in on the DraftKings Sportsbook app by signing up using code HUGE. we got to download the app, then sign up. Use code HUGE. And new customers that bet just $5 on UFC 292 will get $150 in bonus bets instantly. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And like I mentioned, new customers can bet just $5 on UFC 292 to get $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's this Saturday, only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and only when you sign up with code HUGE. 
If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash MMA terms. Always use code HUGE for the new customers when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Jeremy Reisman from Pride of Detroit will join us tomorrow. We'll talk more about the Lions as training camp continues. Look ahead to preseason game number two. A couple of broadcast reminders. If you're in the Detroit area, Wednesday, 3 until 6, I'm live with the Folds of Honor Motor City chapter at the Coach's Corner in Livonia. We'll be there 3 until 6 p.m. Some great food and drink specials, so join me Wednesday, if you listen on the east side of the state, especially in the Detroit area, at the Coach's Corner. And then on Thursday with Lomas Brown, Herman Moore, my good friend Josh Garvey from Bean Garter in Grand Rapids, will be at the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy. Lions preview show and Bean Garter and Dorn Mayhew. Stronger together here at the end of the year. That will be on Thursday, statewide, 3 until 6. Big. Bad. Huge.